Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Yishur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Aleph. We will begin on Daf Chaf Amur Bet. We are starting at the Mishnah at the bottom of the page. Anyone who would like this root of today's Daf, please contact Mr. Victor Thabag. Be happy to hook you up. Today's Mishnah begins as follows. Zeomer Ktav Yadi Bezek Ktav Yadi Shechavero you have two witnesses who come to validate their signatures. And the first guy says, this is my signature and this is my friend's signature. And the second guy as well says the same thing. They believed, obviously, there's two witnesses on each signature and therefore it's fine. But if each one only testifies about their own signature and neither one mentions his friend's signature, then he is not believed. So, according to this first opinion, welcome, Shimshin. According to this first opinion, the halakha is that you are not believed if you. Um, oh, here's Victor. Let's see if we can merge. Good morning, we should be all together now. Hold on. Uh, so according to this first opinion, uh, we welcome Shimshon and Victor. The first opinion says, each witness who is testifying on their signature needs to testify that his signature is correct and his friend's signature is correct. Otherwise, you only have one witness and it's no good. And the only way, would, if each guy just says, my signature is good, Okay, so let's say Shimshin and Victor are signing on a star. So Shimshin says, listen, I recognize my signature. And Victor says, I recognize mine, but I don't know what Shimshin looked like. In, each, in that case, we'll need another guy who recognizes Victor and another guy who recognizes Shimshin in order for it to work because you need two witnesses on each signature. That is the opinion of Tanakama, Divrei Rebbe. Ha-hamim omri, but the rabbis say, say the mission, where the mission on Chaf Amr Bet on the bottom. You don't have to bring another guy with them. Rather, we trust each person to say this is my signature and therefore it's fine. Okay? So according to Chachamim, uh, we don't really need to testify to only two witnesses on the signature. Each person certifies the signature and it's fine. So now the Gemara is going to analyze. The Gemara says, When you pay attention, you say the following. According to Rebbe, the first opinion now, Gemara, in Mishnah, the witnesses have to testify about what are they, there's a machloka between Rebbe and Chachamim, what are the witnesses testifying about? According to Rebbe, the witnesses are testifying about their signatures. And therefore, just like all testimony requires two witnesses, we need two witnesses on each signature. So if Shimshin and Victor are talking about each signature, so the two witnesses on each signature, it's good. But if they're only talking about their own signatures, they only have one, you need another one. That's according to Rebbe. According to Rebbe, Almana. On the $100 of the star, they're being testifying. So in other words, according to Rebbe, the subject of the testimony is not the signatures, 
it's what it says in the star that Ruvay borrowed a hundred dollars from Shimon. And therefore, since the subject is the hundred dollars, it's fine to accept Shimshin and Victor on their own signatures because but what they what they're really saying is he borrowed the money. And therefore you have two witnesses that he borrowed the money, so it's fine. Who cares about the signatures? You with us? And that's why the rabbi allows Shimshon on, on his own signature and Victor on his own signature, according to the Chachamim, because they're really testifying about the subject at hand, which will work. So the Gemara says, Pshita, of course. Obviously, that's how it would work. What else would it mean? The, this explanation I just told you is so poshut. Otherwise, why would they be arguing? What, the Gemara wants to know what other explanation could you have had that's wrong? That's the only way to explain it. The Gemara wouldn't even bother to tell you this. It's too obvious. I would have thunk. If I didn't explain to you this, you might have thunk opposite. You might have thought, the Rebbe, Spooky Misafka. The reason why Rebbe requires two signatures, why is it? Is it because he holds you're testifying about your signature alone, and therefore you need two on each one? Or is he not sure what you're testifying about? Right? The way we explain, Rebbe says you're testifying about your signatures. Alternate way to explain, Rebbe is not saying you're testifying on your signature. He's saying you're testifying... uh, He's saying we're not sure what you're testifying about. The signatures or the $100. And therefore... If they're testifying about their signatures, or or on the hundred dollars, and since he doesn't know, that's why he tells you you need to just to be safe. What would be the nafkemina? What Rebbe holds? What Rebbe's thinking? Whether he's thinking for sure on the ketav yadan or whether he's not sure. Let's say one of the witnesses who signed died. Do we need two other people to testify about his signature? Right? Witness A dies, and now witness B is around. Witness B is testifying on his signature. Witness A is not here. Do we need two other guys to testify about, about witness A? Why? Because if we just test, let's say witness A dies. Now, witness B is testifying by his own signature, right? And he's going to testify about the previous guy's signature, right? Together with one other guy. That would make it that there's two signatures That, that his signature is, te- is testified by him completely, and the other signature is testified by him and one other guy, which would come out that he's doing three quarters of the testimony over here, which is not fair because the Torah says Apish Edim, which sounds like each one has to have uh, half and half, not three quarters, one quarters, and therefore. Since, in a case like this, uh, it wouldn't be allowed, we wouldn't let him do it. 
So therefore we would say that since Rebbe is not sure whether you're testifying about the hundred or whether you're testifying about your signature, he has to be strict in two cases. Which means when two witnesses are in front of us, right? Like in the Mishnah's case, Rebbe is strict, you need two on each one, right? And if one of them died, then Rebbe says you need two witnesses to testify For the person who passed away. And we won't let the other air join because maybe we're testifying on the hundred. In other words, if you're testifying on your signatures, so then we'll accept witness B about witness A. But if we're testifying about... Right? But if we're testifying about... The the hundred, then we won't accept because we can't we can't accept this guy about more than fifty percent, right? So therefore, So in other words, there's two cases. There's one case. There's the Mishnah case and there's the dead witness case. In the Mishnah's case, Rebbe is being strict and requiring two. Okay, in the why because in, in that. Because if you say you're talking about, if you're testifying about your Ketav Yad, then you need two, right? But if you say, but had you said that you're talking about the hundred, then you'd be lenient. On the other hand, in the case of the dead witness, right, then you'd be lenient if you're talking about the Ketav Yadan. And you'd be strict if you're talking about the hundred. And therefore, but the fact that we said it this way, we're showing that Rebbe goes both L'Chumrah and L'Kula, he follows it straight through, he's not double, he's not, not having a double strictness. Okay. If one, two guys signed on a star, one guy died, you need two guys from the, from the, from the street to testify about the dead guy, that it's his signature. In that case, Rebbe is lenient, and the Rabbanan are strict. Why? Because according to Rebbe, you need one aid from the Shuk, right? Because Rebbe holds, right? To, to, join, to join the live guy, right? Because he says you're just talking about, you're just talking about the Khatimot. Right? So according to, according to Rebbe, he'll say that if you're just talking about signatures, you need one guy from the, from the street to, to, to testify on witness one, and one guy from the street, and the same guy can testify witness two, and it's fine. But according to Chachamim, you'll need two witnesses, because otherwise this, this one guy will be doing three quarters, which is not allowed. So we'll have two witnesses to take over for witness A, and only this guy for witness B. And therefore, in a, in a way, there's one case that's strict, one case that's lenient. Okay. Now says my. By the way, that last piece was a little complicated, but if you pay attention and listen to the recording, you should get it clear. Mar says, my. Let's say there's no two witnesses, there's only one witness. What do you do? Right? What do you do 
if you can't find it. Amr Abaya, Abaya says, Yichtov chatimat yadeh. Well, let's say you only have one witness. We said you need two witnesses from the shuk to testify. What if you only have one? Now, so basically what happened is you have witness A died. Witness B is alive, but he's testifying about his own, own signature. So he's, he can't testify about his friend. And we only have one guy from the shuk. So how are we going to get it done? Right? Let him sign on a piece of clay his signature, witness B. Throw it into Bedin. And Bedina, Bedin will use it to, to serve. They'll check to see that it's his signature. And therefore, he didn't testify about his signature. Bedin did. We don't need him to testify about his own signature. And, and therefore, he and his friend will testify about the friend's signature. I don't know if you got that clear, but I'll give you the case. Witness A dies. Witness B is here. He knows his friend's signature, and he knows his own signature. And there's one other fellow who knows witness A's signature. But one's not enough. What do we do? So witness B, we, get, we try to get him not to testify about his own signature. How does he do that? He signs his signature on a piece of clay, throws it to Bedin, and let Bedin testify with his signature. Then he, together with the other witness, testify about witness A's signature. This way, he's only doing 50% of the testimony, and it's fine. Says him, have a dafka, a chasma. When he signs, he should do it on a piece of clay, not a piece of paper. You know why? but I'm on paper law. Why? Because otherwise, maybe you're worried, maybe a low-lying guy is going to find this paper with your signature on it. He'll write whatever he wants on it. He'll write that uh, you owe me a hundred dollars, right? And then you'll have to pay. We learned. If a guy has, if a guy has a, 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 a star that says that you lent your own money, you can use the money to collect. So therefore, we, in order to avoid that problem, when we want to check the guy's signature, we tell him, write on a piece of clay, because no one could collect from a piece of clay. Okay? I'm a Buddha, I'm a Shmuel. Halakha kedivri ha-hamim. Halakha is the ha-hamim, who say... They only one witness is needed. And we don't go like Rebbe. Good. Now the Gemara asks the same question. Pshita, it's obvious, of course. <coughs> Pshita, it's obvious. Yachid vidabim, halacha kirabim. When you have Rebbe arguing Chachamim, so Chachamim is a plural, a lot of people. Rebbe is only one person. Should be obvious that we're going like Chachamim. The Gemara says, no. Mao to I would have thunk. We have a general rule that when Rebbe argues with anyone else, any one of his friends, we go like him. But you might think even Mechaverav, even from when he argues with everybody, that we also go like him. Kamashwan, no. So even though normally we go like Rebbe against his friend, you might have thought that we also go like Rebbe against his friends. It says, no, we only go against, like Rebbe against his friend and not against his friends. Is that clear? Therefore, we, we needed to tell you even in this case. Says the Gemara, Siman Nach Nad Chad. Amr Yerchanina Barachia L'Rabbi Yehuda V'Amr Yilah L'Rabbi Yehuda Barachia L'Rabbi Yehuda 
ואמרי לה רב הונא, חייה בר יהודה לרב הונא. אמר שמואל הכי, did שמואל really say such a thing? וההוא שטרה דנפיק מבית דין אדמור שמואל, there was a שטר that left שמואל's בית דין. Right? ואבקטיב בה, and it was written, בדעת לרב ענן בר חייה ועשיד אכתימת ידה, ועד אחד דאימה, ומנו רב חנן בר אבא. And it's written on this, that since Rav Anan Barachia came and testified about his own signature and on his friend's signature, who was Rav Hanan Barabba, and Rav Hanan Barabba came and testified on his own signature and his friend's signature. Who was his friend? Rav Hanan Barachia. Therefore, Ashrinu, therefore, we certified the Kaiminu Tichazeh and we, we uh, certified the signatures as you see. So this thing sounds like the Rebbe, not the Chachamim, because here each one testified about his signature and his friend's signature. So how could you tell me that Shmuel is telling you that the Halacha is like the Chachamim and you even asked, oh, it's so obvious. Hey, guess what? Shmuel actually certified a document, and on that certified document, on the certified document, he wrote that each one testified for them and their friends. That's Rebbe. I thought you said he always liked the Chachamim. Anyone there? Should I repeat that again or no? Um, one more time. Again, Shmuel said halacha is like the Chachamim, which means that each you only need one witness on each signature. Okay? But yet we have a document that left his betin where each guy is testifying on both the signatures. Why would Shmuel do that if he holds halacha like Chachamim? So says Amalei, he said no. That, you know why he did both signatures? Because that was a, 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 a star of orphans. Right? And Shmuel was worried, what happens if we have a betin that doesn't know the halachas chachamim? And they think you have to do on both, right? And they end up having to collect with a, with a, with a betin who, who's an ignorant betin, right? Shmuel was worried that maybe there's somebody who thinks halachas like Rebbe, mechaverov lo mechaverov, but in this case, in general, Hachaz, even from his friends, and therefore, Hachaz, like Rebbe, you need double signatures. So he said, since both, in our case, both guys know the other's signatures, I might as well write it like that. This way, in case there's a, a betin that's ignorant, they'll still won't take away any money from these poor orphans. But that doesn't mean he holds like that. Really, he holds you only need one. He was doing it just in case to take care of the orphans. If you have a witness and a, and a judge, let's see if a witness is who signed, a witness who signed, and a judge, they could join together to... Uh, certify a signature. So in other words, let's say you have a case where you have two witnesses signed, 
and three judges signed that, that the witnesses are correct. And you have the guy who borrowed the money who was saying the whole thing's a forgery. The two witnesses and the three judges, they're all forged. And we want to prove that he's wrong. You don't need two witnesses to prove. You can get one witness and one judge. The witness says that his, his thing is correct. The judge says that his thing is correct. Now you have two witnesses that the star is right. Because they're both testifying about the star. Amir Rami Barachama says, Kama ma'alaya hashmaita, how beautiful is this statement? Amar Rava says, Ma'amayuta, what's so good about this statement? They're all testifying different things. The, the judge is testifying about the certification, and the witness is testifying about the signature. So how can they join together? Ella, rather no. Don't listen to what my brother said in the name of Shmuel. Right? Right? Don't listen to that. Right? 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 And therefore, he wants to claim, turn the page. He wants to claim, don't listen to it. Rather, you want to say that a judge and a witness cannot join together to Mekayim the Shtar. Okay? Eklai Rabbi Nai, Achua Durabchia Bar Abba, Lemezmen Shemushi. So, Rabbi Nai, who was the brother of Rabchia Bar Abba, came to buy uh, sesames. The Amar, and he said, Hachi Amar Shmuel, Ed Vidayan Mitzdarfim. Shmuel said that a judge and a witness can join together to certify a document. Amar Amemar, and Amemar said, Kama Ma'al Ya Hashmaita, how beautiful is this statement? Amar Yavashal Amemar, Mishum Dikalsi Avu Adi Imech, Ad Nami Mikalsele. Is it because your grandfather, Rami Barchamo, liked the statement? That's why you're, you're also praising the statement? Rav already knocked it out. We don't hold that the end and the Dayan could join. Okay, it's a similar statement that we said before. Amrav, what did you say? It looks like it was his grandfather, because that's what he said. Yeah, it was his grandfather, yes. Yeah, uh, Rami Barachama is the grandfather of Amema. From his mother's side. Okay? Amrav Safra, Amrav Abba, Amrav Bitsa Bashmuel, Barmarta, Amrav Huna. And others say, no, three, bit, three judges were sitting to certify a document. Two of them happened to recognize the two signatures. They came to, to, to certify a thing, and the guy said, oh, I saw these signatures, I recognize the signature, it's the right signature. The judge knows. Two judges know. But one judge doesn't know. So what do you do? Before they signed, the two witnesses who know signed the certification, the two witnesses who know it testify in front of the one guy. And then after they testify, they could sign on the certification. 
Because since they testified in front of the Batin, and they heard their own testimony, they can sign the, the thing. Meshechat, but if they already signed, and Medim, they can't, since they signed already when it wasn't true, where it was, they didn't have testimony, then they cannot testify in front of themselves. Because they were lying when they, when they signed, because it wasn't done. It wasn't done. Because in the, in the certification, they're saying that the three of them understand that it's his signature. And here, that wasn't true. So they, since they signed the wrong thing, they can't testify. Umak tivatan. Are they allowed to write? Are they allowed to write it out? How are they allowed to write out before they sign in general? This uh, certification of the judges, when they write a document that says, we recognize these two signatures, if they write it before the witnesses testified, Pesula, in other words, he not. Let's say we we have Victor and and Shimshon signed on a star, and now it comes in front of the rabbis. The rab it kind of comes in front of the rabbis uh, to certify. So the rabbis are not supposed to tell the the secretary write up a thing that says that we certify Victor and Shimshon's signature. Don't write it yet, because you didn't get testimony yet. First, hear the testimony, then write it up. So you're not allowed to write it also. So, here too, when these two witnesses, two judges, know what it is, you can't write it up beforehand, because it'll look like a lie. rather change the statement. If before they write it, they testify, once they wrote it out, and they can't write it because it looks like a, it looks like a lie. Now, basically, we're telling you you can't even write it out at all until they testify. Then you write anything out. Don't prepare anything from beforehand. Shema minetlat. We see from this story three things. Shema minet. We see from here ed nasedayan that a witness could become a judge, which means because these two guys they're going to testify and then be a judge in the same case. That's one rule you see. We see another rule from here. That if judges recognize somebody's signature, you don't need other witnesses to recognize it. They can, they can testify themselves. We see a third thing from here. If you have a judge, any judges who don't recognize the signatures, the witnesses have to testify in front of everybody. And it's not enough that they testify in front of some of them. In other words, like this, if you have judge A, B, and C, and A and B know the signature, it's not enough that A and B know the signature. C can't rely on A and B. Oh, you know the signature? Okay, I'll sign. No. C has to hear the testimony, know that it's true, and then he could sign. Is that clear? Because otherwise, why are these two guys testifying again in front of this judge C? They let him just tell me, hey, we got this, we got this, and he'll sign. So the reason why they don't do it, you see that each judge has to have heard himself the testimony. Even though it's from his friends, he has to hear the testimony. He can't just rely on their word. Is that clear? Yeah, it's clear. 
Matki for Ravashi. Ravashi asked the question. I understand rule number one that you figured out. I can see how you see that. Yeah, because one, the two judges became witness. Became uh, the two judges became witnesses and then became judges. That's good. Ella dynamic b'chatimat yadinim yentuchim al ayid b'fnehem. This that the that the the judges who un, who know the test know the recognize the signatures. You don't need other witnesses to, to testify in front of them. Dimalav leolam emalach tuchin. Maybe we really need him. V'shani yachid b'kaimi hagad b'chat. Maybe we really need them to test two witnesses to testify. But here it's like they testified because they were able to testify in front of one guy. And therefore, it's called a bedin. And therefore, who said that you don't need testimony in front of, in front of the judges? Maybe the one judge is considered like a, a bedin. And it's like it was testified. And you really do need testimony. This that every guy has to hear it. Maybe they don't testify in front of everybody. Maybe here it's different because maybe really you just need someone to testify. And really the third guy doesn't always have to hear. Maybe if you have, in other words, maybe in a regular case where you have three judges who are listening to two other witnesses coming. Maybe not everyone has to hear everything. Oh yes, then how come over here the third judge had to listen? Because over here someone had to testify in front of somebody. And that's why the third judge had to hear. But really, not every judge has to hear everything. Did you follow or no? We're challenging the second two rules that we learned. Rule number two was that that you always need someone to testify in front of you. We're saying not necessarily in this case when the two judges did it, it's because uh, because at least they had someone testified, right? And also in the second rule, the third rule that we said, which was that every single judge needs to hear every testimony. Maybe not. Maybe you just need to have some testimony. And in this case, since two judges were already being witnesses, so the third just had to hear it. But maybe not in every case does every judge have to hear everything. Maybe uh, in a regular case, two witnesses could come in front of Judge C, tell them that they recognize the signatures, and Judge C could tell B and A that I heard it from the two witnesses and they could trust him. Who says that every witness has to hear? Just because in this case, in this case, there was no one else. That's why Judge C had to hear it. Okay, so says the Okay. So basically, we're accepting the first one that a witness can, a witness can become a judge. That we could see. The following question. Okay. If we're talking about a case of a new moon. We said that a witness could become a judge. But we have a different case by the Rosh Hashanah. If we said over there, you should remember this, Shimshin. If three people saw the moon, and they're part of the Betina Gadol, right? Right? 
If a witness can become a judge, why does it say over there that when three of the guys who were on the Betin saw it, two, saw the moon, two of them get up and testify in front of the, the Betin of 71 and their spots have to be taken by two other guys, right? And they testify. Why do they have to do that? Let the two witnesses testify. Let the 69 guys sit down. Two guys get up and testify. And then the two guys sit back down and say, that, say, say it's holy. If you claim that a witness can become a judge, why didn't it work in Oshana? Amar Leh, so he answered back, I have this question also. And they answered me the following. Ignore edut of a, of a new moon. You know why? Because that's midoraita. And midoraita, we're strict that a witness cannot be a judge. But when you're certifying signatures, that's only the Rabbanan. And over there, we allow a witness to become a judge. Okay? We're going to stop over here. We're saying it's different. Don't compare certifying a signature and the case of the Betin. Because when it comes to the case of the Betin, who's doing the new month, since doing a new month is Deoraita, over there we're not lenient enough to allow the witnesses to get up and testify in 69 and then take their seats again. No, you're a witness, you're not a judge. And therefore we get two other guys to be the judges when you're the witnesses. But... If a case of certifying a signature, there, since it's only the Rabbanan, will allow the witness, the, the judges, to act as witnesses and then back as judges again. Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys.